0: how's it going everybody and welcome back, back to the two summers, summers podcast, podcast. my name is kovi yeah, and i'm joined always, always uh with, with papa pike how, how are
1: we doing, doing dude yeah good man how you doing fantastic, fantastic. So, uh we been doing a a bit... song?
0: Week. No, no we're not, we're not doing the song. song we're not we're doing not the song look out I mean, I
1: guys it's kovi and, oh. and Pike oh. are on the case <laughs> All, right. All right. Thank, Thank you, Pike. you <laughs> uh, Today,
0: today we, have we have a big, big one, guys. Uh, we've, we've gone, gone through uh, OC. We had, we had hysterics, hysterics last week, which, which was is a fantastic interview. Uh, uh, this this week, week, with LCO uh, wrapping uh, up, we, we are joined by, by none other than, than Carbon, than which, which is huge.
1: Yeah, let's, uh, let's just jump straight into it, I think. What do you think, Colby? Yeah, yeah
0: sure, man. Uh, we'll, we'll just jump down there. I think I saw him just joined.
1: In three, two, one.
0: And we're back, guys, and we're joined with Carbon. How are we doing, man?
2: Good, mate. Good. How are you guys? Oh, fantastic,
0: really? dude. I live the dream every day. What are we talking about? <laughs> uh, fantastic to have you on. Uh, we seem to have been slowly going through everyone. We had Hysterics on last week, uh, Maximized before, and uh, finally the big dog himself, you, Mr. Men, you log man, Carbon himself.
2: That's a steamed list of people to follow. I'll do my oh.
0: best. Oh, no, you were the pinnacle. Pike yeah, and I, were, when we yeah. started Season 2, we were like, oh, we're going to move into doing some more interview. We want to talk to players coaches team managers people on the cast, and then one of the last kind of people wanting to talk to is you so honestly if our goals have been met, you're it dude that's
2: Thank it you. Well, i appreciate it man yeah i know
1: it's a when, we, yeah, goal when, someone. when we first started <laughs> it was um we started when it was like very fresh we were like well, how do we want to run this and then it got to the yep. point where we we're like we just want to get every single person who has some affiliation to lco onto this just for a chat and I remember yep. one of the first I was just like, we get carbon, Corby, we get carbon. He's like, hey, he's t- too much of a big dog to come on, man. He's too big. And I'm just like, we can get him, dude. It wouldn't be hard. He's going to reach out. And then because we got a couple other names, we're just like, oh, look, I think it's possible. There's a chance. And Cor- Corby's like, yeah, all right, let's do it. And that's when he reached out. And we're just like, oh,
2: oh, shit, it's happening. Yeah, man. I don't know. I'm happy to. I'm happy to do whatever. I, I just like talking about league. Yeah. There's yeah, people who want to talk about league. Like, I'm, I'm down to talk about league. At the end of the day, like, really, I'm just a big League fan. Um, all the other stuff aside, you know, um, I just want to watch good League. I want to watch entertaining League and I want to watch programs that are like League adjacent. Fair
0: enough. And with to. that, we can move into, you know, uh, do a quick intro for us uh, for those who don't know that are listening. Uh, who are you? How did you get your start in League? About what do you do in
2: LCO? Sure. Uh, so I am Carbon, uh, Tim. Um, I'm a long time... League of Legends um, person, I suppose, in Oceania. Um, I got my start playing pro league a long time ago, about 10 years ago now. Um, I played, uh, played pro league for maybe three or four years. Uh, and then I, I retired. Um, I had my own team, uh, Legacy Esports, which I used to run. Uh, I sold that. Uh, to the Adelaide Crows at the same time as I retired, and then they sort of hired me to like continue running it. So, sort of moved from player to um, uh, sort of I don't know. I was called I was the head of esports, but uh, you know I was just basically just ran the org. Um, I did that for probably another five years, and then uh, about two years ago. Just finished my second year um, as the product manager or the league manager for for the LCO. So I've sort of gone from pro player to um, team owner to uh, working on the league itself. Um, so I've sort of just ticking every box uh, there is to do with uh, to do with league. Well, they, I actually had no idea that you uh,
0: owned. Uh, I did my research. I didn't know you owned Legacy and sold it off. That's super interesting to me.
2: Yeah, so um, uh, yeah, I mean, it just kind of happened naturally, as in Legacy was a team that we started just with like the players at the time, um, because we just didn't really see the point in being with an org, you know, we were like, well, you know, back then you didn't really get paid anything anyway, so it was like, what was the point, might as well just start our own thing. Um, But it just so happened that I was sort of the oldest of the group, and nobody really wanted to deal with... The paperwork so much um and so it just sort of fell on me um and then sort of you know the more i did the more you kind of become the guy who like does the paperwork and the stuff um but yeah so um yeah we sold it uh in, in 2017 um oh interesting and uh, and yeah i continued running it afterwards
0: how did you find League originally cuz you would have started playing early days you went pro like what 2013 2014 yeah did you find yeah. League
2: of Legends um i played uh starcraft 2 a fair bit mm. and they had like a um league mo- a dota mod basically it was like dota recreated in in starcraft it was called uh, storm of the imperial sanctum sotus and oh. um it had its own like little community um and uh yeah i played a lot of starcraft 2 and then i was like oh i'll check out like i don't know just like mucking around custom games as you do and um, i don't know just something about it just really stuck out to me i was like shit this is really fun like i don't and they had their own community and stuff and anyway so i played that for a little bit and then eventually league came out i didn't play league from beta i didn't play from the start but i think like season one like officially started or whatever and um all the people i was playing sodas with uh they were like oh we're moving to like this other game it's like this but it's like it's it's its own game i had never heard of dota by the way while this was all happening so like you know it's it's its own game i was like oh that sounds amazing like this but an actual game like let me check that out and uh and that was it basically i played from like season one onwards um i'm still playing now so
1: that's that's it all i think you're actually the first person we've had that actually came from like starcraft or a like 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 game like everyone else, is yeah. sort of just like I started in like beta, or I started season one. Like you, you're like pre-beta, which is don't get pre-beta. So that's an awesome, like that's amazing. Yeah, like, you year old. Man. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, It's <laughs> helping a bit older just than the not I to get. Say it like that. That's <laughs> no, all good, man. Um, yeah, yeah. Basically, I mean, I know plenty of people who came from Dota across the league, or or vice versa. Well, not so much vice versa, but like um, yeah, yeah. That was it. I played. StarCraft at university and um and then moved across the league sort of when season 1 started or like halfway through season 1 and just loved it man um yeah it was just so much fun it was so different think, and yeah.
0: yeah yeah I think you're also the first guest that have been playing slightly longer than me cuz I started halfway through season 2 and some dude in high school was just like oh we should no 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 I found it through like some normal boots video I was watching ages 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 ago And uh, yeah, no. So I started season two. You're actually the first one that started like before me. So that's that's super interesting. Have these people on that are just like, oh yeah, I started in like season four. I've played pro. I'm like done now, and I'm just like hard stuck plat still. (laughs) So oh yeah, that's great. Um, Yeah,
2: yeah. I uh, it's one of those things, man. I I was just (laughs) like, I guess super obsessed, man. I was just a, a, a fucking addict. And um, you do uh, you do a thing a lot, and you get good at it. You know that's just that's just sort of what it is.
0: So, from your theory. early starts in league, how'd you get moving into wanting to play pro? Were you watching like I'm? Um, you play StarCraft? Were you watching StarCraft esports, and you saw league esports and wanted to get pro from that? No,
2: not really. I played StarCraft for fun, uh, which is I was never really into like the esports side of StarCraft. Um, I like like you know starcraft content i liked you know like day nine i liked day nine a lot um everybody did back then uh but yeah i wasn't really into esports i didn't really know what esports was um i wasn't a like or you know i didn't play a lot of the major titles growing up like i didn't play like cs growing up or like wow or like any of those really big titles i didn't play i was like a nintendo kid mostly i just like played like platformers and just like bullshit party games for fun um Starcraft was sort of the first one where I was really like, it was really like a competitive game that I was playing. Hmm. Um, But yeah, League Esports, I really just fell into, man. Um, Like I said, I was playing it a lot. I remember watching like Season 3 Worlds or um, I think it was Season 3 Worlds and just being like totally blown away. I couldn't believe, I remember like, I don't remember how old I would have been. I would have been like 20 maybe, 20, 21. And I remember like, um yeah like tell my dad being like dude that there's like a full stadium full of people and they're like playing this game that i play like it's so weird like how how is that even possible right. i was just like totally blown away and then like the very next year i just kept playing and i think i hit rank one during that season someone just reached out and was like hey um you know have you ever thought about doing this yada yada and i thought no but you know shit i'll give it a crack so so I stumbled into mind freak from that yeah uh yeah yeah yep so i played on mind freak i played um for avant gaming back then mm. for a little bit as well um both sort of around the same time but yeah my, i did play on mind freak for a little bit um fun fact uh the the overwatch caster um mitch leslie uber um he's like a Mm long time overwatch caster yeah he was actually my manager he was actually like the team manager at the time for our team yeah he was awesome dude i loved um i loved hanging out with him i'll never forget i think the first ever sponsorship meeting i went into like the first ever sales pitch i went into was with him um we went into like a media agency in the city together Um, (laughs) it's a very cool memory for me being like what are we talking about man
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's sick so actually that that ties in really nicely about the memories like we want to talk about your time with legacy and stuff too do you have any like well um your favorite memories i guess with your time with that team is there any in particular moment
2: um yeah favorite memories were really all like i think event related i love going to events i loved um, especially in the early days, Riot um, were investing a lot of money, but also a lot of time and like the fandom was really strong. It was just like the hot thing and like you would go somewhere and people were just so excited to talk about League with you. And um, Riot did, like, always did a really good job of like putting on the event, making sure everybody felt welcome and um, taking care of us in terms of like logistics and accommodation and stuff. So like a lot of my really good memories are like, um, you know, yeah, going to an event um, Either while I was playing, like with my friends, or even after I, I retired, um, you know, going to a, it, That's what always really like re energized the passion for me. You know, um, you can get a bit weighed down, I think, when you're just like doing the league thing, as in, like, you know, you read the discourse, you play the game, you read the discourse, you play the game, you watch the stream, you read the discourse. Yeah, you no. Know? And you kind of get, but then like, go, you know, that can kind of weigh you down. But, yeah, going to events is like is always like super rejuvenating. It's awesome. Do you
1: still get that feeling like on current yeah, events? Like, yeah, you yeah, still yeah. Get the sure, same vibes? Sure, sure.
2: Yeah, man. I will say, like, um, so I attended the PCS playoffs in Split One with the um with the LCO teams, just as like a sort of a player handler. Um. And yeah, man, even being there, and that wasn't like a Worlds or a like a big huge LAN or anything like that, but just the the energy, man. You're just with these people who are super driven and like they're super passionate about this thing they're trying to accomplish. And you get to witness that. You get to be a part of that. You get to sort of experience it secondhand. And it's, um, it's awesome.
0: Especially when you've made that, that journey yourself and you get to see the next generation of a game that you love step into the same shoes that you once stood in and just like achieving stuff as well. I would, I would love to be around that kind of energy. The first, like in the earlier days, the first time I actually went to an event would be like dream hack last year. Mm. That was my first live event that yeah. was mad i really wish yeah, i went we to way be- more oh i loved it man i yeah. loved it it was so good oh uh, you don't know we're best friends you probably don't know we got a photo together you totally you remember it. yeah 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 do. yeah no I do, I do remember oh yeah of course you did yeah yeah, yeah, 100%. yeah <laughs> it's like cool memory of the whole event yeah yeah you know i thought it was sick i i really enjoyed it but uh, i think it was more that i had that built up want to meet all the people that i was talking to because mm-hmm. i was in the amateur scene for a while did work with gravitas and i just yep. wanted to go out and i actually, do some stuff, especially being trapped inside for a couple of years, and yeah, with Riot leaving, yeah. it was a big wake up call. It's like shit. I might have missed my opportunity to meet these guys in person. So when yeah. the first event came up, I'm just like, I'm 100 percent
2: going, and it was mad. So yeah, you guys did a really good job. Yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad we got to put it on for you guys. Um, it's awesome to have big league events like that still, and um, you know, the spectacle of the event aside, like yeah, it's such a good opportunity for the community to get together. I think that for, like, like for me, events are such a big part of it. When you get to talk to people you can feel what it means to them you know mm. um or you or you know it's a, it's a place for people to meet up with people they haven't seen in in some time and uh, it's a really special feeling i think beyond just like the flashing lights and the screaming casters yeah,
0: yeah. how was the view party though in in comparison mm-hmm. i know that Well, myself i was pretty disappointed i couldn't go but how yeah. was it in person
2: it was good man it was fun people um had a really good time um there was content throughout, as in like in, you guys wouldn't have seen, but like in between the breaks of the games, uh, at the watch party, they were doing like trivia and um, like photo walls and, and, and all sorts of stuff um, for the people to do. It, it was a really good time. Yeah, I was lucky I got to go. <laughs> got to go actually. For a while, I was like, oh, I'm going to be stuck in Melbourne I have to work the event, but um, yeah, no, I got to go. It was awesome. Hmm.
1: Yeah, that's so good. I know. I got to go to the bliss party that they were putting out in- oh, HHQ, and that was hella fun too. It's actually so yeah. funny. My partner got a photo up on the LCO. just have oh, my backs yeah. turned though. And I was just like, <laughs> oh man, I'm so pierced. I was like, I could have been in that. She's just taking this awesome Missed selfie. Out. Everyone's in it doing thumbs up and I'm talking to someone behind me going like, yeah. And the only reason I knew is one, I was sitting next to her and two, I was wearing the LCO beanie and I was just like, uh, that's my damn beanie. I'll take it. Yeah, um, turned around, man. I shouldn't have turned around. I didn't know. Should have turned around, man. Too many people that I know that were trying to get my attention. Mm. Frustrating. Hard being so popular.
2: I was gonna
0: say, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's, so it's... leaving leaving LCO,
0: <laughs> retiring, um, before everything happened with OC and Riot leaving, you also dabbled a little bit into casting. Uh, how mm. was that? How was moving from player into more production? Did you enjoy that?
2: Yeah, I loved it, man. I loved it. I was um I was um uh, at a crossroads, I suppose, uh, at a certain point where um, just previous to when I retired, because you know, it's sort of rumor had been going around that I was thinking about it, rah rah rah. And um, the yeah, the lead producer for the show had asked me like, "Hey, if you're not going to play next year, we'd love to have you on the show full time." Blah 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 blah. Um, think about it, because I used to do a lot of um, I used to do a lot of guest spots. Like they had me, uh, they had me doing guest spots like all the time, and I really enjoyed doing them. Um, hmm. Uh, so there was sort of, you know, I, it was like I had the option to continue playing because when I retired, it wasn't like, uh, you know, I could have easily played. You know, I I think that the split before I finished second. Um, yeah, the goat. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Second, and then the next split I finished third uh, and then I retired. So it wasn't like I couldn't continue playing if I didn't want to. So that was an option. Um, and then, yeah, casting was an option uh, or just to continue running the business, um, you know, or, or rather like, yeah, I would have sold the business and done one of those other options or like mm. like sell the business and continue running it. Um, and yeah, I don't know, man. Casting, I loved casting, but it just, at the time, it didn't seem like there was a ton of longevity in it. I don't know. I just thought, on the at the time I thought, look, um, I don't know what's going to happen in the future. I don't know if the game is going to stick around. I don't know. You know, if I do casting, what am I going to do after casting? I seem like I'm, I've got, my, like my career will have been you know professional gamer professional commentator like what do i do after that if this all falls apart you know i was always yeah. keenly aware that it wouldn't gonna last forever and then it like it has like it's been 10 years since i started doing this but the whole time the whole 10 years i always thought like this is gonna stop next year it can't you know it can't <laughs> go on like this can't be it's too good um um but yeah so um, yeah, I love casting, but yeah, to me, it just made more sense to, to go into like sort of the business side of esports Cause I was like, well, worst case scenario, at least I developed some skills that are maybe useful in another, in another industry. Um, but I love casting, man. I love casting. I love being on the desk. Uh, it was so much fun. And in retrospect, I think, um, you know, if I had done that and like pursued that the last, however many years, I think, um, I think I probably would have been happy now anyway you know what i mean like i think it i think it was kind of like it was going to work out either way
0: um, so the crossroads you would have probably ended up being just as happy either way
2: i think so yeah i think so
0: like um it's a pretty positive way of looking at it man a great <laughs> especially way. like looking back and not regretting the fact you didn't stick in like a particular field or like hone your craft a little bit more in one thing it, it's pretty yeah. healthy to look back and be like Look, I could have probably stuck with it, but I did this thing and I worked out pretty good. If I did that, it probably would have worked out pretty good.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't know where I saw it, but um, you know, it's like do it or don't. Like you regret it either way. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. if you do it, you'll regret not doing the other thing. If you don't do it, you'll regret never having done it. Um, so that I, you know, you got to have to make choices, and that's just what it is. You don't get a second go. Um, I'm, I'm fortunate, of course, super fortunate that like what I chose worked out. I think, um, you know, there are a number of casters who went on to do like really awesome things who were like sort of my peers at the time. Um, who, are, you know, I've gone on to either work at teams or, you know, continue casting. Um, and these were all guys that I came up with at the time. So I liked, I'd like to think that I would have followed a similar trajectory if I decided to do the same thing, you know, um, sort of similar a little bit of like uh, with E. Jim. Um, mm. I think he, he would have followed. He, I think I would have followed probably a similar path to him, although I would have quit a little bit earlier.
0: His casting's taken him quite a quite a long way.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, yeah. They wanted him over in Korea. He was supposed to cast in Korea. Uh, it never happened. He decided to pursue other things. Um, God bless him. But uh, yeah, um, no, he was great. I mean, all the castles were great. Really, you look at you look at all those casters that came up around that same time, and you know, Papa Smithy. Pastry yeah. Time, um, Atlas, Spawn, um, E-Gym. Um, I mean, Rusty's still with us now. But a lot of, the, a lo- a lot of those guys, like, um, yeah, have been made casting their careers.
0: Well, I want to move on to some more, uh, like, nitty-gritty stuff. This is really interesting to me, uh, especially the people behind the curtain. We to- spoke to Hysterics a little bit as well um, about what's going on with uh, when right left and the communication. Uh, If you were working inside the broadcast studio at the time, as like what caster or manager or whatever you're doing at the time, how was the communication between Riot and you guys when they decided to you know
2: pack up? (laughs) Okay, (laughs) all right. Uh, And Hysterics had something to say about this, did he? I Uh, watch it. Yeah. Well, he he spoke that it was pretty lackluster. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, we didn't, uh, we didn't have a, a ton of heads up. Um, I remember it was especially difficult for me at the time because I, uh, we had just finished worlds and we had just come back and I was doing my second round of quarantine. So, um, cause we were traveling during COVID to attend worlds. We first had to do two weeks quarantine in China, but then we also had to do two weeks quarantine when we arrived back. So mm-hmm. I was away for about six or seven weeks, but I spent four of those weeks in quarantine, like in a, in a, in a hotel room on my own. And, uh, I think it was like, I had landed back in Australia. I I was like three or four days into quarantine and, um, yeah, they had just kind of dropped the bombshell. Like this is happening. We're announcing it like later today or tomorrow or whatever it was. Um, and, um, yeah, it was just, I was not in a, I was not in the right place to deal with that kind of news. You know yeah. what I mean? I was just like, I was so pissed. And I was stuck in this hotel room and then, yeah, I got some pretty, that was a like pretty devastating news at the time. And I was just so furious, but, um, but it's all right. We worked through it.
0: Hmm. And, uh, to follow on that, actually, how did it go with uh, ESL picking up a league? What was your, how did you find yourself in the position that you came into now with mm. LCO and ESL? How did that communication happen?
2: Um, well, yeah, uh, LCO sort of picked up from where the OPL left off, as in they, they, they got the license. Uh, they got a license deal from Riot 2021 to um, get the league started again. I think, um, you know, Riot agreed that like there should be a league, you know, if a league can be done, like let's have one, right? I think that makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, for me personally, we were still in, I was still operating the team, so I was still working at Legacy. Um, while that happened, so we actually played in the 2021 season. Um, but while that was happening in the background, um, we had been working on selling the club. So um, probably for most of 2021, we were actually working on selling Legacy. And then that news became public at the end of 2021. Um, so uh, when that happened, yeah, uh, the LCO sort of reached out. And they were like, "Look, we're we're looking for somebody to help manage the league." Um, sort of from a more product perspective. So like, um, yeah, because I'd obviously so much intimate knowledge of, of League of Legends and, and the way that the teams and the players in, all operate and, you know, I had a lot of personal relationships, et cetera. Um, yeah, they thought I'd be a good fit. to uh, help manage some of those people and uh, and I agreed and I was pretty fortunate that they, they invited me on. Um, um, and then, yeah, you know, I've just been... Trying to make the LCO the best I can for the last two years or so. Done um, a pretty decent job, areas, man. Right? Not succeeding was... in other areas, but you know, this way. Yeah, it look,
1: goes. I think decent job is a little bit of an understatement. I was literally about to be alike like, so we're going to start not talking about that dreary stuff and start looking to like a more hopeful yeah. bit of future here, Corby. But mate, <laughs> decent job. Yeah, big undersell. You guys have done an awesome job. Uh, for the uh, LCO for the last couple of years, like that's that the fact that me and Corby both met at DreamHacks and started this is a byproduct of LCO, right? Like we we love it so much and want to be a part of it so much. We made a podcast about it, so it's like, um, where do you see the LCO going? Like, what's the future hold for the
2: LCO? Really good question. Um, you know, uh, I think it would be awesome to continue putting on events like DreamHack. I think that's a really like strong part of the calendar. Um, we've done two of them so far, and, and um, we've managed to fill out the, uh, the seats we have both times, which has been awesome. Um, people seem to really engage with it. Um, so would love to, to continue doing stuff like that, you know, big arena events. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. The same thing, but better. <laughs> you know i'd love to um it's 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 difficult right because we're not part of like we're not riot we don't decide what the international calendar looks like or how we fit into it you know we, we we do our best to lobby for a good outcomes for the lco um but um you know i'd love to see yeah more events i'd love to see os get some more opportunities overseas i'd love to see um you know more people tune in more people become fans of the program um you know it's like uh yeah there 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 are so many ways i'd like to improve the program but like ultimately man like as long as people are watching and having a good time and uh, when we put something on they're keen to come um that you know that's the most important thing to me
0: well, the product growing from like COVID into the in studio now, the interaction with chat, or like, hey, you've done everything with like brand integration. Everything's been like really good. It's all pretty seamless. And uh, honestly, the product that we have now from when it started—if you're saying that the uh, the plan is we want to do the same thing but better—from like well, it's like two years ago when it started to now, it's definitely it's definitely better. Viewerships yeah. are in, like interest in the leagues. Um, I know people are devastated there wasn't a live event only for one reason they really enjoy the live events Mm, if anything I don't know if it's just because I'm only coming into the live events of League of Legends now and being more involved into the esports scene over the last couple years uh, at least at the pro level not the amateur level but I mean I don't want to say
2: that it's better than it's ever been but I think it's great yeah I appreciate that man (laughs) yeah I mean I'm that's 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 why we do it right like i'm glad you guys enjoy it i'm glad that mm. you know, it makes me yeah i you know it's it's um seeing people enjoy their program engage with the program and like yes yeah, going to, to to events and meeting other people that they're friends with that they know that they've mm. met through the program for instance like yeah those are all the reasons we do it man um i think it's it i just want to watch good league of legends played by people from this region <laughs> and um you know all the other stuff is extra but we're trying to make it as good as we can how are you liking
0: League of Legends these days? Are you still playing as much? Is the Poppy yeah, yeah. and Nunu cranking the Rift?
2: <laughs> I don't play much of those champs anymore because they both they reworked both of them. Yeah, true. But, um, uh, yeah, man, I still play. I still play heaps. I mean, I, I, it comes and goes. You know, I, I took a, like probably like a six month break last year, but. Um, You know, a six-month break is a big deal for me. As in, for most people, it's probably not, like, a huge deal. As in, like, you know, I play League and then I stop playing League and I play League and stuff. (laughs) Like, for me, like, I never stop playing. I just love playing solo queue, really. I just love playing League. I love watching League. And that's never changed, despite, like, my changing roles within the space. Um, I've always been a grinder. Um, But, yeah, it's just, like, some years is more than others. And last year, I didn't play very much. Um, And then this year... Uh, I've, I've played, I have mean, I mean, the last couple of months I've been playing a lot again. Um, and I would say League is in a really good spot at the moment, at least in solo queue. Like competitive is a bit stale as in like, I feel like this year has been a lot of the same champs. The game is balanced really well mm. as in there's lots of options, but I feel like at the same time I'm watching the same champs all the time. Yeah. Um, so like it's been a bit stale in that regard. But I think in terms of playing League, it feels really good to play like...
0: Yeah, I've been, be the the yeah. I've been saying the same thing. Yeah, it I feel yeah, I've definitely been saying the same thing. So like, you now at least yeah, as like a mid laner feels a lot better than it was. I felt like I was so pigeonholed into only playing one thing, and the comps were super dry. It was like, yeah. oh, like tanks or split pushes are uh, meta top. Okay, well we need to like facilitate that. I'm like on Galio duty twenty four seven with like a Jarvan in the jungle, and that's just me for like forever. Yeah. And then and then it like slowly adapts and changes. Is like it was it's like a three year period there, probably like since twenty nineteen maybe 2018, where it just, like, I don't know, it felt really weird to play. I was still playing every year because I'm blisteringly obsessed with this game. Yeah, uh, probably yeah, yeah, I probably always will be. Um, but, I don't know, it just felt more of a grind than it, than it usually does. And probably probably mythic and legendary items coming into the game really made it a lot more interesting. Mm. So, uh, someone who has been playing as long as as long as long I have, what would be your favorite um, season as compared to normal day league? Like, regular nowadays yeah
2: Yeah, it's a hard question to answer because it's like you know um since glasses you know i think you remember the ones you had the most fun in but that's like a combination of where you were in your life and yada yada um personally for me like i think season oh it's tough man i think season three and season four were really fun they're a lot of fun um felt like people were like slowly i think for a lot of newer players they, since they've joined League, it's already, people have already been, were already so good. Like, if you joined in, like, season seven, eight, nine. I mean, you're in season 12, like, uh, are we in season 12 or season 13? 13, season dude. 13, yeah, shit, dude. Um, <laughs> you know, if you joined, like, in the last five years people or i don't want to say the game is solved because it's not but like there's so many concepts already as in like meta and like macro concepts and there's so Mm. much and there's so many resources so much content and stuff, so many different ways to learn but like season three and four i think was like that a sort of a magical time where like people were quite bad and they were figuring (laughs) a lot of stuff out so like Mm. every tournament every other week in like the lcs or like whatever was like innovating people were innovating and it true was all new plays know, all new yeah it was only because we didn't know all this stuff that we know now but like you could remember like as it coming up it was like counter jungling as a strategy was invented like someone did that for the first time on stage and we watched it like holy shit like what is that like that is booked and um and nowadays like counter jungling it's like oh yeah a jungler appears on one side of the map like of course you invade and like take his camps while he's not there like that's like the it's like jungle 101 it's the first thing you learn um and there was so uh, and all those concepts you know what i mean yeah. like, mm. all those things were invented in a sense and i think season three and four had that like you were playing and there was just new stuff coming out all the time and you were just like yeah, it's like a smorgasbord. It's like a buffet of like new league stuff all the time. Um, That's a good way so, of putting it. Yeah. The way it that I
0: always good. remember uh, seasons is items and champions in the meta. So it would just uh, be like lizard, uh, lizard yeah, elder yeah, Evelyn yeah, yeah, jungle yeah. is why yeah, I enjoyed yeah, yeah. it a lot. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah I also liked. Uh, I also liked lizard elder Eve. <laughs> I think everyone did. Yeah. <laughs> it was sure, good that for was AP fun. AP
0: master, yeah. There was so much yeah, fun yeah, yeah, wacky yeah, stuff,
2: yeah. man. But yeah, it was a lot wackier for sure. Um, yeah it's funny it's funny how you remember them right mm. but yeah i think for me season three or four but i could definitely see if someone said season five or six i could easily see why they think that because i think mm. it was like the same game but a bit more fleshed out probably a bit more balanced and like it was starting to really come into its own
0: um yeah the new map came out around season four ish yeah. yeah so yeah, season yeah, it would be more yeah. glossy. People coming yeah. in might have like, thought that it was an actually good game and not yeah, something ripped yeah, from, yeah,
2: straight yeah, from StarCraft. Last game, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, true.
1: I still miss old rune pages. I literally saw that on yeah. Twitter the other day. I was just like, oh, I miss those rune pages, man. You would just buy your runes. It's already done. You'd have your AP. You'd have your AD. Don't have to worry about it. Now I've got to think about what I'm actually playing and how I'm going to play it. And I feel like... Rift.
2: I don't know if it was better or not. It probably wasn't better, but I feel no. like there was more opportunities for wacky stuff as yeah. in like because you couldn't see runes then either. No. So like um, for instance, something I used to do was I used to run like full AD Nunu. So it's like sort of a <laughs> equivalent nowadays of like if you picture like if you picture someone going like Lethal Tempo Nunu or something like that, or like Conqueror Nunu, like that's what I used to do. But like you couldn't see either, you couldn't see runes when you load into games. So like I would play Nunu. And people would expect Nunu to like do a certain thing, but I would just like blood boil at like level two or three and just start beating their head in with like (laughs) auto attacks, and it worked all the time. People never understood what was happening or like why Nunu, who was just such a shit champ, was like able to do that. But it's only because um, of the old rune system. You could never do that nowadays. You would spawn in if you you came into a game with like some wacky rune page. People would immediately be like OPGGing, like what exactly does he have, or like. Mm -hmm googling like youtube like oh is this some sort of like wacky build you know what i mean like yeah. i had a guy yesterday in a game who played like aftershock varus was, was that like, mid no it was Eddie carry i was like oh. um um but that there you go that's exactly what i mean like and then uh, i was like is that some sort of build like you know like oh, you'll never believe what this Korean master player is doing with... <laughs> I saw it on TikTok, Paris. trust me, bro. Yeah, yeah exactly. Dude. So much um, and no, he wasn't doing any of that. He was just inting and he into the game and I won in like 15 minutes. So that was awesome. Thank you for that. But you know what I mean? Like you can't even like... As soon as you see it, you're immediately thinking like there must be something more to this, which mm. it didn't used to be the case.
0: Yeah, I guess that's why you mean people have solved League. There's always like, oh, this champion usually runs this. They go into this lane... This champion is an early skirmisher jungler. I'm probably going to be getting my head beat on on like the first rift or something. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Um, now yeah. I'm going to turn the conversation back to that a darker tone again. So I'm going to give Corvus the benefit and not let Corby take care of this. I'm going to say three letters. And I'm going to be om- ominous about it. Three letters. Is there any opportunity? I know this is a question we've asked every other guest. Everyone wants to know. OCS. <laughs> oh. OCS, what is, is anything going to happen there?
2: Um, I think, uh, I mean, the short answer is, uh, not from us, not from the LCO. Um, that's not to say that there won't be anything, uh, during the year, but, um, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not part of our program at the moment. Um, I think, you know, everybody recognizes that amateur is important and I think it is important. And I think we're very lucky that groups like Avalanche have like filled that niche, um, Mm. Um, but yeah, at the same time, um, yeah, we do, we're doing everything in our power to make the, the tier one product, uh, sustainable. Mm. And, um, yeah, at this stage, uh, the OCS isn't a part of that. Uh, but that's not to say that I wouldn't, yeah, that I wouldn't love to do it. Um, if I could.
1: I think that was the same sort of vibe everyone sort of was feeling as sort of like, if we could, we would it's just not at that place yet because OS is still so small we're still progressing we're still evolving and learning sort of catching up to other regions and stuff too um which i i still 100 like believe in as well as like we're we're still in a good spot to keep growing and moving forward where we're still in in regards to like career and stuff we're a baby region where we just want to keep developing who we are
0: true it's also resource management like we want to make sure what we have when people look OCE, we have a good league in ourselves, and if we're splitting that attention, if we're still trying to grow one thing, we split it with trying to like grow a promotion league. It just it might stop one league being or reaching its full potential, which is kind of fair. I still would like to see a promotion league in the future, carbon. If that's if that's possible. Just run oh, carbons, like a... carbons crusaders, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like
2: pr- promotion relegation. You're talking about, or like a well, like yeah. A well, kinda. well, kind of. Well, kind not an amateur
0: league. Like a promotion relegation would be nice. Like OCS OPL. I guess it really wasn't one for one like promotion regulation but I think it would be good because at the mo- I don't know if it would make teams hung like hungrier. But at the moment there is like dominating teams. I guess we see a new team coming in and they're doing they're doing really well. Obviously with like bliss. Yeah, but yeah. It, is there is there something where you would think about um like putting some heat on the the lower end teams i don't want to say that it's tragic that they're not performing as well like i think we're a lot more even this i'm trying to make my words not sound as harsh as i think they're yeah. coming across yeah but is there, is there is there a way of having a promotion demotion kind of league
2: um like it's you know anything is possible. You know, but um, we do have like a closed system league. You need to buy an LCO slot. Mm, um, okay. So it's not just a case of you know we couldn't just remove someone for no grounds and yep. have someone else qualify in. Um, mm. They would not be very happy about that if they <laughs> that <makes> made sense. <laughs> their way into the league. Um. Uh. But uh, you know, I think as a concept, it's certainly very interesting, right? Like it. Yeah. It does create excitement at the bottom of the ladder as well as in you know you sort of get two finals you get your playoffs and then you get your like avoid relegation offs um there used to be promo relo in in the opl back in the day and um it was often quite exciting but often also not as in um you know there were were many years where like the same team was and you know you had this sort of like goldilocks team where they were like the perfect gatekeepers but they couldn't win an actual match in the opl so like. They were too good for OCS, but mm, too bad to like be a threat in OPL. And they just sort of like hovered that area for a long mm. time, winning prom- promotions every time, but then losing every match the next year anyway. Um, so it can kind of go both ways, I think. But it's certainly an interesting okay. concept, and um, I wouldn't answer. mind seeing it, you know, in other leagues where uh, where it makes sense.
0: Yeah. I would definitely like to see it. I know it, like, I feel like everywhere has like sold spots as well, but I feel like in, in LEC it would be super interesting. Uh, Korea would be super interesting, but I mean, like even Korea still, I think they're all, all following the same kind of model. Uh, so, your, your idea in the future, I, I don't want to really put words in your mouth, but if, if possible, having a league that runs separately as an amateur kind of thing would be something that you guys would want to look into? Or are you just
2: not willing to commit yourself to anything? Um, I mean, I, like I said, I think amateur is important. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to make commitments on, on this program. <laughs> <laughs> Just say like, yeah, we're doing X and Y, uh, but, um, yeah, look, I think amateur is important, um, and, um, uh, but I don't think our programming right now is in a place where, um, we can support probably more than one league. Um, yeah.
0: probably that's yeah. way to put it. Good question, Pike. So uh, someone mind that as
1: one. <laughs> someone who is trying to build an OCS, I'm very, I'm very dedicated to this <laughs> cause. Uh, fair enough. Um, yeah, cool. Okay, I guess on top of that, uh, we talked about teams and sort of like buy-in, buy-out, potentially that sort of thing. I want to touch on another slightly darker tone. Peace. How did you guys feel about that full situation? Was it sort of more? Uh, yeah, talk us through this situation with peace
2: uh I mean it was obviously regrettable um you know I don't think that was a good outcome for anybody um yeah uh I don't really have much to add um yep. unfortunately um yeah I don't think uh it was not good for for, for us or for mm. for them or for their players um I would have loved to have seen them compete fully yeah um it just um, uh, you know at a certain point um You have to take action. So,
1: Yeah, I think that's totally fair. I think, uh, how did the teams respond to that? Because I know that the hardest thing I know me and Corby talked about was how it affected the the overall standings and how the teams performed. And obviously that fun debate of like Chiefs first bliss so much now too, um, and how they've played 30 plus games or something together. Um, How did the teams react to to the news and how it was sort of working? Was there uh, a bit of an upset or did you have an idea around that?
2: uh they were in support of the decision mostly and i think um if you look at what they said publicly at the time um that will be in line with that i think oh they were super
0: happy (laughs) yeah yeah everybody
2: um i mean the reality was we had like something like three weeks of forfeits uh Mm. you know in a row and um that wasn't fair for anyone um and i think yeah i think what happened was the fairest outcome for the other teams in the league so um, I can't imagine they'd be too upset uh, with that, um, given how it played out. Yeah. Mm.
1: I think that a bit. Yeah, Vertex definitely filled in a very good word. I think they've done phenomenally this split. I think what they've brought yeah. to the
2: table has been awesome. For sure. Um, the playoffs in their first ever split yeah. and uh, made an upset as well. Um, you know, They, they finished uh, fourth, I think. So th- you yeah. know, that's, a, that's a huge effort from them. And um, shout out to uh, Styled um, Gian, mm. who, who did a great job putting that roster together and coaching them. Um, and he also played some game- games at yeah, the start I of the think, season yeah. as well. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I think, um, I think they're, they're, they've been a great addition to the league. Mm. Mm.
1: Do you think... A little bit
2: James- of... Uh, you go, oh, you no, go, I'll you let, go.
1: No, I've asked two questions in a row. I feel like I'm taking... Um, a me, please.
0: No, no, no. I, I was just going to... A little bit of trial and error with the, uh, the way that LCO was going to go with the... Kind of like layout the thank you tim this is how we're going to be working this uh this split uh out of the last couple ones which one do you like prefer running so i think personally this split was was way better than in uh, the split last year just maybe a little bit short is like the only yeah, yeah. criticism uh what are your thoughts how do you like how this one ran in comparison to the others with a little bit of trial and error going on. um
2: i like i liked this format i think best of twos are interesting um i did you know it, it allowed us to, like, um, keep the stack. You know, the thing with best of threes is, like, uh, you never know if that third game is going to get played again or not. So mm-hmm. when you're sort of planning out schedule and, and, and a bunch of other stuff, you're, you're always dealing with this variable. I think best of twos are nice because you still get, um, you still get, like, your series adap- yeah. adaptation between games, you know, where, you know, okay, Team X won the first game, but, you know, Team Y made an adaptation and they brought it back. Yeah. And um, yeah, you know, okay, yes, maybe you don't get the resolution immediately, but um, I think it's a, yeah, it's a nice sort of middle ground between mm. those. Um, I didn't mind our split one format, to be honest. I think it, um, I think there definitely could have been a few improvements here and there, um, but we also had like, yeah, just that the forfeits were just really unfortunate. I think they impacted, I don't think we got to see it play out the way it should have. I think it could have been an engaging, it, it was really, it's very similar to the LEC format. Mm. Um, uh, the one we ran in split one, uh, it was just that, you, yeah, you didn't really get to see it, um, just because of uh, there was just a lot of stuff going on externally yeah. with the league. Um, uh, I didn't mind last year. Last year it was pretty simple, you know, it was best of one round robin, um, double best of one round robin, um, and then uh, you know normal playoffs. Gaunt- but we had a gauntlet playoffs last year. I will say, I think my favorite part of this split is the playoffs having six teams in the playoffs hmm. um, and then having like a weighted double elimination bracket. I think that was really fun. Um, yeah. Someone who likes smash, it. I really <laughs> like a uh, double elim, So that's sounds yeah, that good. Yeah. Well, it's hard to pull off double elim in, in LOL because at the end of the day, you cannot reset the bracket. Like in fighting games where games only take like 15 minutes. Yes. You yeah, can true. reset a best of five at the end of grand finals, but in LOL, you just can't like, we don't have another five hours to play. <laughs> True. <laughs> you just can't do it. So it's like double elimination is kind of, I think that's why Riot has not done double elimination much over the course of league's history. Because like at the end of the day, when you get to the grand final, the win the team who's come through winner's bracket really doesn't have an advantage. They get side selection in like game one. I think in Korea for a while, they were giving them one game advantage. Um So you start one zero up. But even then, that's just like, you're just reducing the amount of games that they're going to play. You're, 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 you know, there's less league to watch. It just, end, you know, a team wins two games and then it's just over. Like, you have a,
1: a five, potentially best that. of
2: five. You've got five hours of finals planned and then, like, the one team wins two games and the, and the, and the series just ends. Like, um so there's just really no great way to reset a, a double elimination bracket in league. And um, I think that's why it doesn't get played much. But that's why I sort of liked this one because it was like double chance. Yeah, and then at the end... You know, so like that really the best team should come to the to the top and we got to get a few more of the bottom teams involved in the Yeah, um, that's what I like it playoffs. as well. Yeah, it was sort of the idea in split one as well, where like um, the bottom teams get to go to the group stage as well. So they're still involved in the competition. Um,
0: yeah we wouldn't have seen the pgg upset we wouldn't have seen other things like that uh in the playoffs if if not for it so no i agree i think it's good i'm a big big fan of uh the two games uh through the regular split i think it's just better to watch especially if i'm like a a co-streamer and i want to sit down and i want to watch a particular team go up a particular team because they're the one i'm rooting for i don't know if i want to watch the full like broadcast but i definitely want to watch these games i don't want to sit down and just like stream it for like 20 minutes with someone i think it's better if i can like sit down and enjoy like an hour or so of of league of legends watch these guys go red blue side and then um yeah, and then do mine there i think that i as someone who like co-streamed a couple games i, I really I, I enjoyed that more
2: yeah yeah no that's cool man um yeah i think for me when we were planning it i remembered that um i remembered rather that uh europe lec actually did this back in the day a long time ago um they were they played they played best of twos um I think the theory back then was just like Europeans like draws, so let's like do this. But people re- people push back against it really hard because they were like, no, we want to know who the best teams are, rah rah rah. But I think, um, yeah, I think it's probably a bit different when you have like a really like a highly competitive product, as in like if you're like putting matches together for like Korea or like China or Europe, where people like care a lot about being good and who the best is and winning worlds, etc. But if you're like more sort of entertainment-focused product, like what we are, or like maybe CD LOL or like probably what Na should be, um, yeah. I think something like this can can work quite well.
0: Are you saying that Na is not a serious league? It's an entertainment league. Mm-hmm.
2: No, I'm saying they are a serious <laughs> league. They should be an entertainment league. i is, is, <laughs> is, is Interesting. <laughs> you know, dude. Na thrived when it was personalities. You know, Na was huge yeah. when it was when, it was when it was when it was. Doublelift lifted Reginald and the odd one, and they were all streaming 14 hours a day and then playing their matches. Like, that yeah, was when NA was And massive.
0: game cribs were on and yeah, man, so much exactly. content,
2: man. Exactly. Um, but it was just, it became all about winning worlds and teams were importing, like, 50,000 Koreans or whatever and European players. And, uh, we, and I, some OCE people, got it's, we can't, it's can't talk He's shit right on now.
0: imports because <laughs> we got people in imports, like, both coaches as well. Like right, what? Swifters, well, we eg, coach or something? So. Yeah.
2: Um, um, but no, you are you are correct. There's plenty of them that we've shipped off who are doing quite well. Yeah, they should stay.
0: But what can you do, dude? Um,
1: get them
2: back. Get them back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not going to um, tell anyone not to take a good opportunity. Yeah.
1: Um on on the side note of sort of like content I know one thing again we've said another again we're sort of basing all these beautiful questions off previous interviews because you're the head guy so it's always good to get it from the head guy um will there be any standardizations maybe not the right word that I want to find but to get uh players more involved not only with the community, but with like content, creating, um, working with their orgs to try and build the brand, not only LCO, but their own team brand. Is that something you guys have looked into at all?
2: Uh, getting players more involved in
0: like LCO content or something yeah, like getting right, them on, right, like right, trying right, to get them, right. get them shown. I, a good example of that is someone who's like breaking out and like, being really engaging, not only in Twitter, but, like, on broadcast as well. It's super easy to make clips of him because he's just doing super stuff all the time. Like, why not? He's just turned yeah, himself okay. into such a, a figure of the LCO. It's kind of hard to talk to it, about the LCO without talking about him. Is there, like, something behind the scenes where we're trying to, like, mm-hmm. all right, well, let's let's get these, besides the interview segments, let's get these guys on, maybe give them a call, see if they want to get on and do some content.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, we try to involve them as much as we can. Um, this year this split rather we have a bunch of players on the broadcasters guests yeah, um, we did uh we tried to film content with them outside of the broadcast as well i mean it's challenging because we now exist in an, in a remote play league so like people live all over the country and in new zealand um um and a lot of them are uh doing uh, other stuff at the same time you know they're, they're mm-hmm. semi-professional let's say um you know they're at university or they're working or, or or doing whatever so it's not you know it's not as easy as as when they're all in team houses and you had sort of had access to them all the time uh, but certainly we do try to do a lot of that stuff yeah
0: okay cool let's move on to some fun league of legends questions uh poppy and nunu have been changed uh they're one my go-to i think they're carbon's favorite champions what is your favorite champion this day to play in league
2: um my favorite champion mm-hmm. i don't know man um i have had a lot of favorite champions over the years it changes it's just with whatever i'm playing at the time right now i'm having a lot of fun playing zed I'm playing a lot of uh, ravenous hydra zed uh he's like with ravenous or jungle hydra... no no i've been playing in mid i played him a little yeah. bit jungle as well but people don't really like that um yeah <laughs> the reception wouldn't be that great on you (laughs) Uh, but he's sort of like a cross between like a control mage and assassin now because he has Mm -hmm. like the super wave clear from ravenous hydra but also all his abilities function as like an assassin so um, i think he's in a really i don't want to say broken but special place um, right now so he's a lot of fun i'm playing a lot of zed yes it's it
0: Second question, if you could go back to uh, Baby Carbon starting League of Legends and he was saying you wanted, he wanted to play jungle and you are like, no, you should play this role instead, mm-hmm. what
2: role would that be? Um, yeah, it definitely mid, I think. Yeah, my man. Definitely <laughs> mid or top, maybe. I don't know. I think solo. I actually, I like every role, but I think mid, I played mid and jungle together um, for a long time before I like, because it used to be before role queue existed, yeah it was called like, Um queuing for like oh jungle or mid. Uh it used to be, yeah, you just had had to say it, but you were expected to know every role. You were expected to know how to play anything because you had no idea who was gonna be on your team. It wasn't sorted by role, it didn't try to put you with um a mid laner, you could have five jungles on the team, it wouldn't matter, like you would just you were a, a low player you weren't like a role player you just had to p- play a role and play it well I played a lot of mid and I think um yeah I should have played I would have I would have enjoyed playing the game a lot more if I stayed playing mid. I think jungle is um in my opinion jungle is like the they're like the victims of League of Legends
0: yeah um, I've I played yeah. MSM just recently with like Roo and that and I got allocated jungle to do that yeah. climb play like 50 games of jungle i hate it dude i don't know how people do that
2: i ended up playing ivern and just hating myself (laughs) yeah dude. and it 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 messes with your mental health i'm telling you man junglers you talk to junglers they're all they're all they're all cooked they're all crazy because (laughs) of what they've had to deal with to get to where especially high jungle, because you imagine these people play thousands of games right that's how they're challenger and it's just insane there's no other role i think the best way i can describe it is like there's there's no other role that will get abused for doing well. As in, if you play a perfect, a perfect jungle game, right? So, um, you know, it's been sort of bot meta the last little while. You know, bot is like the most important lane. So all the jungles play around bot. And you might have gotten, um, you know, you might gank bot, kill bot, get bot lane lead, and you might stack dragons, and you might um, kill mid lane and you might bring your support up the top lane to contest Herald and get Herald, right? So like, you're just, you're getting everything. You're doing everything. And this is just gonna be a, like a 20 minute victory if it plays out like this, right? Um, so you're playing incredibly, except that what it has meant is you've had to weak side your top laner, right? <laughs> like doing that means you've had to weak side your top laner to achieve all of those things, right? And so this, and this guy is just miserable. He's having the he's getting (laughs) ganked because the enemy jungler can't go anywhere except top and he's just losing it. He is just losing it. He's selling his items. He's calling you every name he knows. He's AFKing like this has, and this has happened to me many and all junglers many, many times. It's like, dude, just relax. Like, I know this has not been a great experience for you, but like, we are going to win this game. Every other lane is winning. Like, this is like a 15 minute victory and they will not have it. They refuse to have it. They hate you. They hate you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um and there's no other role in which that happens. If you're dominating mid, people love you. If you're dominating bot lane, they're jerking you off. It's like it's you know what I mean? If you're dominating top, they think you're God's gift to the game. Um there's no other role in which you can be like totally dominating but because of the consequence of that, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm behavior yeah, management we'll simulator <laughs> he will just quit the game that has happened to me before yeah. like this game is one i have played if you reviewed it with a professional coach or something he would say like yeah you pretty much played this as well as you could have you have played a great game here and we lose because the guy just cannot handle it and it's just that experience for a thousand games you know jungle is the only role where you can play extremely well and still get told um just horrible yeah. things. Yeah, so, to, told to, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to say it. But, um, <laughs> but that has happened to me and it's happened to every jungler I know. And that's why junglers are so sensitive um, because it's just every game you get abused, win or lose, basically. Um, I've got oh, a, I feel for a thought, my jungle compadres now. You. you got me started <laughs> and you shouldn't have. Here's a thought experiment for you. Is it possible for both junglers to play well at the same time? Yes. yes. Of course, outside the game, th- it's possible, right? But I'm telling you, people do not believe this. If one team has won, it's jungle diff. Like, if <laughs> one team beats the other team, regardless of the context of what has happened in the game, it's jungle diff. It's like, yeah, sometimes both junglers just play well and one of them has to lose. But, like, people will not, they refuse. It's not possible. It's not possible.
0: But, but I don't think you understand, Carbon. Even if you're doing a good clear and you've cleared to top every single time, so it's been blue to red, and your blue camps are spawning, you need to gank top. It, you, there's no recall reset and start your clear again. You, you're ganking top right now. It's objective time.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's, yeah. Jungle is just by far the worst role to play. I it hate is, it, man. It's not even close. <laughs> it is not even close. No, the I only reason I started oh. playing jungle in the first place was because I got it every game. I was a mid player, like I said. So like I would ask for but every game, it was like a race type racer to see who could type mid first. Um, That's when you just say like, pick order greater than call order idiot and you install <laughs> log <lock> new. <laughs> um, and eventually I was like, okay, no one ever asked for jungle. So like I should just play jungle and then oh, that'll, man. Be like, that'll be my thing um but yeah man i i regret it to this day um it's not worth it huh, shout out my question. junglers <laughs> yeah, the, Fantastic the broken hearts out there and <laughs> Q- <laughs> playing pain, Sigma man. music feel your pain i just want well, to give him a hug and tell him it's going to be okay <laughs> dude you'll make it we'll all make it
1: well carbon i know you needed to leave at a certain time so we don't want to hold you much longer but as, as always, it's customary for, for me to always bestow upon a random question to both of you that no one knows. Not even I know. I actually just came up with it then because it's just it's one of those things. So sure. my question for you both, um, and forewarning, they are really random. Um, if you had to live in a TV show, anime, cartoon, which oh, yeah. one would you pick and why?
0: Damn.
1: granted you maybe can have po- you can have powers you, whatever the show has you get two maybe
0: pokemon because it's
1: just like not
2: different mm. but yeah, you pokemon get like cool creatures you can just be like you just like a normal dude still but like i'll just have a pikachu or something just yeah. like hanging out <laughs> at the same time man like if pokemon were real i think that would also just be a huge problem like imagine like you're yeah. trying i would to never go in the ocean <laughs> you know what i mean you're trying to go to school as like an onyx just like calling across the road it's like what are you supposed to do um Yeah, I would never go. I like the logic. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'd probably pick like I'd probably be boring. I'd probably pick like a normal one. I just imagine like if I was in one of those shows with powers or something like that like i would for sure not be the superhero i'd for sure just be some dude who gets like destroyed by like a flipping random like car because superman went through a building you know what i mean like i'm dying to like blast shrapnel out the building that superman just flew through i'm not superman
0: you're so, the guy like, working probably... the nine to five and superman <laughs> yeah
2: <exactly. just> i'll <laughs> yeah, be, be, be like yeah i don't know um so I'm, I'm thinking like just pick any like movie that has like a normal plot with normal people in it just like a drama <laughs> Like maybe like a <laughs> like a sports movie or something. I'd probably be like a fan <laughs> in a stadium seeing my team win. That'd be good. Man. Like my, yeah maybe like Mighty Ducks or like you imagine know, Coach being at Carla Mighty Ducks. So that's like that's that. not Just normal.
1: Like, that's next level. That would be. That's yeah, LC but you Ukraine wouldn't be finals. in
2: Mighty Ducks, dude. You'd be like, if you were lucky, you'd be like a parent or like a friend of one of the parents <laughs> of the Mighty Ducks. That's like <laughs> that's like. That's as close as you're getting to the Mighty Ducks. It's like a call from your half-brother being like, dude, did you know my son's playing for the American national team? It's like, oh, damn, dude, that's crazy. And that'd be the extent of it.
0: <laughs> this is some jungler imposter syndrome shit, Carmen. <laughs> like, I wouldn't be the main character. I'd just be clearing,
1: like, camps and getting abused. <laughs> Broken mentals go into <laughs> all facets of life. Leave me alone, man. Just let me do my little thing. I don't want to be a hero. <laughs> what about you, Park? Well, my favorite show is One Piece, so I've obviously got to pick One Piece. Oh, fair enough. I, like, I, again, I'd also be that like, guy be like, I don't have to have the powers. That's cool. I don't have to get anything. I would just be like, fuck, that dude's flying? That's
2: weird. <laughs> I'm not a big um, One Piece guy, but. Um, wow, all right, interesting. I feel over. Like that's, I'm so sorry. Like, but I feel like that's a show that you do need powers in. Like, I feel You're like. A normie. A, yeah. I feel like anytime. Like, I feel like normies are not getting the good in One Piece.
1: We struggle, man. You struggle. Yeah. They they die. Like you, you work for the government, you die. No matter what, you sort of just die. You have a power, you I mean, still take and die. From- <laughs> yeah, that's just yeah, it's everything. Just everything. <laughs> it's, it's just more ocean. That's all it is. I like the beach. I'm cool with that. Like, I'm cool with that. Living on a ship though, probably couldn't do. But I will right, well, thank you so much, Carbon, as we end on the crazy question. Um, thank you again for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure and honor having no you worries, here, man. This evening. me. Um, We will definitely have you back next series.
0: (laughs) Okay. That's (laughs) good. I have so many more questions I want to ask, but that's fine. Yep. Have a good Uh, one, Carbent. Enjoy going for a drive. Sorry. Have a good one. Appreciate it. Have a good night.